0: John eight, But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn he went to the temple again, and all the people were coming to him. He sat down and began to teach them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, making her stand in the center. Teacher, they said to him, this woman was caught in the act of committing adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They asked this to trap him, in order that they might have evidence to accuse him. Jesus stooped down and started writing on the ground with his finger. When they persisted in questioning him, he stood up and said to them, The one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he stooped down again and continued writing on the ground. When they heard this, they left one by one, starting with the older men. Only he was left with the woman in the center. When Jesus stood up, he said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, Lord, she answered. Neither do I condemn you, Jesus said. Go, and from now on do not sin any more. Jesus spoke to them again. I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in the darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying about yourself. Your testimony is not valid. Even if I testify about myself, Jesus replied, My testimony is true because I know where I came from and where I'm going. But you do not know where I came from or where I'm going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. And if I do judge, my judgment is true because it is not I alone who judge, but I and the Father who sent me. Even in your law, it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is true. I am the one who testifies about myself and the Father who sent me testifies about me. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You know neither me nor my father, Jesus answered. If you knew me, you would also know my father. He spoke these words by the treasury while teaching in the temple, but no one seized him because his hour had not yet come. Then he said to them again, I'm going away. You will look for me and you will die in your sin. Where I'm going, you cannot come. So the Jews said again, He won't kill himself, will he, since he says, Where I'm going, you cannot come? You are from below, he told them. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Therefore, I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Who are you? They questioned. Exactly what I've been telling you from the beginning, Jesus told them. I have many things to say and to judge about you, but the one who sent me is true. And what I have heard from him, These things I tell to the world. They did not know that he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I can do nothing on my own. But just as the Father taught me, I say these things. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I always do what pleases him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We are the descendants of Abraham, they answered him, and we have never been enslaved to anyone. How can you say you will become free? Jesus responded, Truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not remain in the household forever, but a son does remain forever. So if the son sets you free, you really will be free. I know you are descendants of Abraham. But you are trying to kill me because my word has no place among you. I speak what I have seen in the presence of the Father, so then you do what you have heard from your father. Our father is Abraham, they replied. If you were Abraham's children, Jesus told them, you would do what Abraham did. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You're doing what your father does. We weren't born of sexual immorality, they said. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, because I came from God and I am here. For I didn't come on my own, but he sent me. Why don't you understand what I say? Because you cannot listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks from his own nature because he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Who among you can convict me of sin? If I'm telling the truth, why don't you believe me? The one who is from God listens to God's words. This is why you don't listen, because you are not from God. The Jews responded to him, aren't we right in saying that you're a Samaritan and have a demon? I do not have a demon, Jesus answered. On the contrary, I honor my father and you dishonor me. I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it and judges. Truly, I tell you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Then the Jews said, Now we know you have a demon. Abraham died and so did the prophets. You say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died and the prophets who died? Who do you claim to be? If I glorify myself, Jesus answered, my glory is nothing. My Father, about whom you say, He is our God, He is the one who glorifies me. You do not know Him, but I know Him. If I were to say I don't know Him, I would be a liar like you, but I do know Him, and I keep His word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews replied, You aren't fifty years old yet, and you've seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden and went out of the temple. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In today's reading, Jesus engaged in a series of conflicts with the Pharisees. First, they brought out a woman caught in the act of adultery and asked if they should stone her like the law commands. Jesus said, Sure, go ahead, and the person who should lead the way in punishing sin is whoever is the holiest, so which of you guys haven't sinned, you go first. But of course, Jesus was the only one without sin, and the only one qualified to stone her. But he was the one who showed mercy and compassion instead. He used his power to bless, not to curse. And he told her to leave her life of sin. When he went back to teach in the temple, he announced that he is the light of the world. The Pharisees balked at his words and suggested he needed someone to back up his claims. To which he said, My father testifies about me, that should suffice. And they said, Where's this dad you speak of? And Jesus replied, Oh, you don't know him. That was a shocking statement, but they missed the weight of it. They thought he was talking about a human, but he was saying, You have no relationship with the God of the universe. He's a stranger to you. Because the only way you can know him is if you know me, and you clearly don't know me. He said they'd die in their sins and that their father was the devil. Yikes. He pointed out that God is not the father of all the people he created. God is only the father of those he adopts into his family, who come to know him through Jesus. Jesus went on to say, You can't hear God's words because you don't belong to him. If you did belong to him, you'd hear him. Then Jesus incited their attempts at murder when he said he'd been around longer than Abraham. By making this statement in this way, before Abraham was, I am. He was saying that A, he's preexistent, and B, he's divine. He used the language of Yahweh in Exodus 3.14, identifying himself as the Great I Am, the Self-Existent One. Jesus made a lot of bold claims in our reading today, and they were all true, of course. One of my favorite names for Jesus is from this chapter, the light of the world. By him we can see clearly. And here's one thing I love to think about when it comes to that name. But to be fair, this is definitely just an opinion, so there's always a chance I could be wrong. Most scholars say that Genesis 3.15 is the first prophecy about Jesus in Scripture. It talks about his victory over the enemy. But sometimes I wonder if the first prophecy of the coming Messiah may actually happen in Genesis 1.3 where God the Father looked out over the dark, chaotic world knowing all the brokenness that was about to take place after he finished creating it, all the sin and pain and wickedness, and said, let there be light. I wonder if that's more than just a creation command. I wonder if it's a promise, almost like he's saying, things are about to get very dark, but light is coming. Light is coming. Hold on. Light is coming. If that is a prophecy— Jesus is certainly the fulfillment of it, and He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWay.